0: Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode fifty-nine of the biweekly trophy hunting show, and I am one of your three hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. No adjectives again today. Back to the straight shot. How you guys doing? Oh, I know. Back to the straight shot. You know. I like the straight shot. You guys prefer that, or you prefer the adjectives? We go back and forth on this.
1: I prefer no adjectives. There you go. I could I'm say, afraid of what you give us.
0: I could say the bedazzled, the bedazzled yeah. Daryl Fuimano. It's like you're wearing a <laughs> jean jacket with a bunch of little jewels on it, you know? <laughs> and
1: no, that's not going to work for me. That's not going to fly for you?
0: <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, Well, how you boys doing today? We're recording a little bit early for, uh, for the folks listening later on at home. You know, I'm getting married in about... Well, less than a week from today. Next Friday, we're recording this on a Saturday morning. So we're doing this early so that you guys won't notice any hitches in the upload schedule, similar to what we did in uh, December of 2021 for the holiday time frame. So we're, uh, you know, we're recording two weekends in a row. Most folks won't notice that. But yeah, how are you guys doing? Are you tired? Feeling good? How's the weekend treating you so far? It has just begun, sir. It began yesterday, brother. Friday? Yeah, Friday is the start of the weekend, (laughs) son. I mean, it's a
2: weekday,
0: though. Yeah, well, then Sunday is also a weekday if you think about it. No, it's a weekend. Cuz you got to go to bed as if you're going to work the next day. So it's right. no it's no different than it's a, weekday. a weekend day. <laughs> okay. So it's just begun for you. Does that mean it's good or bad? Uh
3: that means it is uh yet to unfold. Who knows?
0: It's ripe with potential. I plan
3: on it being. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Should be a good one. Should be a banger as
0: always. Oh yeah, dude. For sure. I always have such grand plans for the weekend, and then I'm like, what did I do for two days? Oh, well. Mm-hmm. See, I'm the opposite. I have the opposite
3: of grand plans, and then I do stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. Are you going fishing this weekend? No. Damn. Seems Why, you like,
3: want to go fishing?
0: Seems like good fishing weather, dude. It's going to be like 90 degrees today. You know what I mean? Get out there nah, by the water. It's too hot. Yeah, fish don't yeah, like it.
3: slows them down, can slow them down. Oh and, uh, I don't like standing out there in the heat. Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well they can't expend the energy. That does so they make don't
0: sense. Go food.
1: Hmm. <laughs> like humans.
3: Summer can be rough. Yeah. yeah.
0: Man, I gotta say fuck summer. All right. We've been putting it off for a long time. I was feeling pretty good about this year. Like we got rain even like a week ago. Where we we're had at, hail. we had hail we got like a week ago. Lightning, thunderstorm. That was wild. It was actually super cool. But then today and yesterday have been reminding me that we're on our inevitable slow march towards my least favorite time of the year. Three months of being sweaty and hot and tired, and uh, yeah, not being able to sleep at night. I love summer, you know.
3: Jeez, is a summer hater over here. Dude. I really hate summer. When you're not in
0: <laughs> school, summer sucks. That's what I'll say. When you're in school, summer's great. You're like, wow, I have two and a half months to do absolutely nothing and have no plans every day. Maybe you're working, depending on how old you are, right? But for the most part, you're kind of just doing nothing. But uh, yeah, summer for where we work is like can be like 100 degrees regularly. Uh, so that's no fun. It is what it is it is what it is brother no one else has the hate for summer like me i guess nah, i don't think so we do, we've done a question on our favorite seasons in the past so we all know how we stand all right we all know how we stand but this is uh but this is a trophy hunting show so we can we can get past the summer discussion is it? <laughs> it it is it is a trophy hunting show brought to you over on patreon if you're listening and you like the rambling about seasons so far you can check it out over there at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast We're on SoundCloud, Podbean, iTunes. Follow us on all your listening services of choice. Leave us a like. We appreciate it. Uh, But yeah, let's get into a really good banger gaming question I see here on the show notes. Uh, (laughs) And continue our our trend of uh, PlayStation discussion. Someone want to start us off here? You got a banger question at the top? I don't know who put it here in the notes. Gaming question? It's not. I'm being ironic. (laughs) It's a a question about groceries someone put up there.
1: Oh, that would be moi.
0: All right, let's get it. What do you want to know, sir?
1: All right. This question came up to me because I was food shopping last week. i so ask you guys, see what your take on it is. Do you guys bag your own groceries? Love it. Love um, this question.
0: Yeah, that's a good one,
1: dude. So, oh, the the whole context behind this question is, so, do you guys shop at Trader Joe's? I
0: do. I uh, love Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's.
1: Okay. So, I see this happen a lot at Trader Joe's, but... It could happen at other stores as well. But I see it mostly at Trader Joe's. So I see a lot of the time is that customers are bagging their own groceries, which is strange to me because I've always allowed the cash register to do that or someone on the floor to do that. I always feel the oddball out because I never bag my own groceries, which seems weird. Hmm. I've always like throughout my whole time, like, Throughout life, I've always had a store employee bag the groceries, and I never really did it. There's a few times I would help out if I had, like, a a big cart full of groceries, but nine times out of ten, it's usually something done by the actual store employee. I don't know if people nowadays are just, like, more helpful, or they just, like, need to get in and out right away, so they just take it upon themselves to do it. Hmm. I'm curious. What's your guys' take on that? I think
3: it's absolute bullshit the way it works these days. Because, well, not absolute bullshit. I just, I, I agree with you. I think it should be the the store clerk, whether it's a cashier or someone to come help bag. I used to work in a grocery store, and I was a cash register, and then I did uh, some stock stuff before I moved out here. And we had it set up, uh, where as you drug drug as you (laughs) drugged the people's food as you as you you
0: drug drug (laughs) as you pull their
3: food over like the the uh the scanner yeah there was like a drop off there and it went into like where the bags uh you know come off easily and open up and sit there so you can put stuff in Mm -hmm. um now that i'm talking about it that may have gone away when they uh, took out those like plastic, those thin plastic bags, because that's what it, that's what uh, was like s- stocked up there. You just you know give it the good old finger lick and rip it open, and start you scan and you pack you bag at the same time. I took pride in my bagging. I got multiples of comments about how good i bagged. So <laughs> so when I do so when I do go to the grocery. I try to like lay things out in uh in like a typical bagging fashion, you know, like with boxes and stuff together so you can get a nice box bag going with the easy stacks. And then, you know, like cold stuff, veggies together, meat, you know, on the bottom of something, you know, I, I try to like plan accordingly, but it does seem like nowadays they, it just like... And it takes so long. That's what's kind of frustrating is paying's a lot faster these days. Uh, and you're not really like connecting with the customer or the cashier. You're just kind of like sticking your card in and they don't even tell you what the price is because there's already a screen that tells you. And it's like, I, I don't know. There's just like more of a disconnect nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems they like ring everything up and then there's like this huge pile of shit at the end and then you're paying and they're trying to bag and it's just like it's an awkward like timing i don't know i'm not a fan
0: yeah it is a bit weird i feel like hmm, that's a good analysis there i i don't know i i end up usually bagging my own groceries because i just want to get out of there on time Mm. and uh i so like i don't mind going to the grocery store but i try to like really take and, like, getting in and out of there quick, you know? Like, it bothers me when I've gone with, like, my parents, for, for example, or something, and they're just kind of, like, meandering around the store, like, what do I want? We're going to check out this aisle. And there's no method, right? They'll, like, go zigzagging across the store to grab stuff. When it's, like, start on mm-hmm. one side, get everything you need, move across aisle by aisle, right? And then just get mm-hmm. out of there. And so, like you I were saying— there's times for both. I guess so, yeah. For me, it's usually, like, oh, I'm going after work, and it's an errand that day. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. want to hang out there, you know? And yeah. I'll I'll have a list, and uh, I'll just get it done. And then, yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't know, you get to the, the checkout stand, and typically they're, they're understaffed. There's one person working it. There's not a bagger. And it's like, well, I could let them scan everything and then start bagging, and I'll be here for, like, 15 minutes in line. Or I can just start doing it right away uh, yeah. and then get out of there. So that's typically what I will opt to do, but it's not because of, like, a feeling like i have to it's more just like i feel like i want to leave faster so
3: yeah i do, i agree with you with the there's nobody there cuz that that got me riled up when i moved out here too it doesn't really feel like they're for the customer which is the most important thing in any retail yes uh, but the grocery store i worked at was uh, all about the customer and that's what when i went to stock i would get called up all the time to cashier that was the most important thing you don't want to be standing around You know, with long lines. And this was this was way before the like, oh, three's company. We need to get more people. It's like, no shit, you should have been doing that since day one. Like, what is your first grocery store you've owned? (laughs) No one likes standing in line. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like all these aisles and there's always there's always only like one or two people working. It's like what the fuck are you doing, dude?
0: Yeah. I think they bank on people doing self checkout.
3: It's ridiculous,
0: right? And I and I do like the self checkout, but it's kind of finicky with the whole like, oh, you put something on the the bagging area that's like the weight doesn't match, or like you just it's oh, yeah. very touchy. Like if you do one thing wrong out of sequence, it's like oh, we got to get an attendant over here and take a look. Yeah, and I know it's not and an you issue can't for you like, right? That's what I was gonna say. Like I, I'm trying to just get like some beer or something. I can't. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind the of the other the other
3: what the thing that threw me off is it happened like right when I moved here. I was in Safeway, and uh, it was when I was living up at the lake, and we didn't have like drinkable water coming out so of our uh, faucets, so we had to buy like bottled water. It was a particularly hot summer, and so I go down to the grocery store to uh, get some drinking water uh, in bottles, and I like, there's no water. I went into the store and I was like, "What? There's there's like no water here at all." And so I found a stock person I was like, "Hey, you got more water in the back?" And they're like. Let me go check. And they come back out. Oh, sorry. We're all out of water. And I was like, he's like, it's been really hot. I was like, yeah, no shit. It's been really hot. You guys don't order. extra. You don't know it's summer. You don't order extra water.
0: Yeah, that seems like poor planning. Like, it was really
3: frustrating because, that you know, when I was in stock, that was like a big thing. Like, oh, this is coming up. Order shit ton of water. Mm-hmm. Like Thanksgiving's mm-hmm. coming. We're getting all this shit out. We're, you know, it's like you didn't. Yeah, oh, it is so frustrating. And that was, that was the beginning of my hatred towards California grocery stores, if you can't tell. Yeah, is, you, uh, you it, seem to be a little it, irate about it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It does seem to be different when I've gone uh, in other areas, other states, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't remember too much about, like, Wisconsin, but I'm sure it was different. I'm sure. And then when I've gone back east with stuff, it's different back there, so... Mm-hmm.
3: It's not so bad. I don't go out and go to the grocery store and take it out on people. It is what it is. It's fine.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: I bag if I can and, you know, whatever. I do think. You know what really bugs me is the carts. People don't bring their carts back. What mm -hmm. kind of animal
0: (laughs) are you? Mm -hmm. I always return my cart to at least one of the the stations. All the way up to the front. (laughs) Mm. I do it in the stations in the lot, but I don't just like leave it in the middle of nowhere, you know?
1: Um. And, And then when you drive into like a parking spot, you're like, fuck. Who put this shopping cart here? Yeah, how
0: exactly? <laughs> I just smashed into it. I do think it matters what uh what store you're talking about, though, because Trader Joe's, in my experience, they're really good about bagging your shit pretty quickly and getting you out of there. Uh, yeah, and they have the different. They have that like drop-off type checkout, don't they? Where yeah, they, there's a space for bags right there. Yep, exactly, exactly. So, I do like shopping there for that reason, but, like, Safeway is usually where I'll go, and, the, yeah, they don't, they're not as good about it. So, bit of a bummer, but interesting question, though, Daryl. Yeah, you got me riled up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to be paying more attention to it than I ever have, probably, the next couple times I go. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for that, sir. Um, dad jokes. Do we have dad jokes for this week? Oh, yeah, well, yeah we got a couple, we got a couple. Okay, let's hear them. <laughs>
3: Hey, so we were uh I was playing Minecraft with my son. And uh playing some parkour stuff. And uh just trying to was getting lunch going. And so yeah, you want you want you want some hot dogs? Nah, I don't really want some hot dogs. So I was like, okay, I'll go out and make something. Uh came back, check on him, started playing some uh some more levels. And uh he he's like, Can I have a can I have a hot dog actually? but no, but don't catch up. <laughs> and he was talking about Minecraft. He didn't want me to catch up to him in the parkour. Oh my gosh. But he <laughs> did it with the hot
0: dog and catch up. And I was like, Oh my God, he is on fire right now. This little guy has, yes, he has got some good jokes, dude. Oh my
3: goodness. Dude, absolute banger. A proud dad moment right there for sure. That was,
0: yeah, forget. He's been on one, man. Yeah. He's been on one. He's been- he will definitely be my new writer, for sure. Oh, we need to... Uh, speaking of which, I know we're on the joke section, but we should update here while we're talking about Zayden. Uh, tell, them what, tell the people what happened with the the recording there. Something a little snafu with our Rocket League stuff? Oh, we talked about yeah.
3: Last time? We talked about that last time, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, I blew it and uh, didn't record Colin's voice on
0: it. Wow. Well, was yeah. it your fault or was it my, like, setup? It was because, my fault. <laughs> okay, because I wouldn't be surprised I was, if I fucked it up, too, so... <laughs> We were in,
3: (laughs) we were in discord chat and my setup on, I haven't been on OBS in a while and my setup recorded my microphone. It didn't record the output of the microphone, which is where you were coming out actually. But yeah, so I kind of, I fucked it. Gotcha. Disappointed. Gotcha. Uh, But the good news is Rocket League has voice chat now. Oh, so we don't even need to worry about that. We can just chat yeah. in game. Yep, and boy, has it been wild.
0: Yeah, you know getting to hear people. Oh my gosh. That well, sounds, yeah, yeah, it sounds like, like a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I think it's turned out the opposite way though, where most people are like, you know, oops, sorry. You know, yeah, like oh, sorry, I took your boost, or like um, you know, my bad. I think it's turned out mostly positive, and like the communication with your teammates is also helps. So.
0: Yeah, that's great. No, I think uh, like League again to make the comparison does have voice chat too, but mo- like, most people don't use it. Like they'll oh, be they in does? yeah, they'll be in Discord yeah. with like their like you can't chat with the enemy team, but you can chat right, right. with your team. Yeah. Um, it's easier to be toxic behind a keyboard. Yeah, hundred percent. Although when you're playing a game like League, where you're supposed to be like using your key buttons to do s- spells and abilities, like stopping to type is a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, toxic people <laughs> do. They make horrible decisions. Excuse me. Yeah, and then they get you all riled up, and then you stop to yeah. type, and you're like, God, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they yeah.
3: should use voice chat because it would, you know, I mean, behind a keyboard is like the easiest way to be toxic. And, uh, but then you're still over the internet. So there's still that where you're not like face to face with the person. But, but having that uh, voice chat definitely makes it different. And I think it would, if more people used it, probably be better.
0: It's, in, it's interesting, for sure. I mean, I typically take the approach of I mute everybody right when I get into the lobby because I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> unless it's uh, unless it's like, you know, I'm playing with friends or something. But, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll have to redo the Rocket League extravaganza and uh, get, yeah. some, get some actual audio for that. This way, I've gotten to warm up a little bit. You know, I'll have had, like, 30 minutes of game time, you mm-hmm. know, in the last couple months. So I'll be able to come in, you know, guns firing I'll, I'll for sure be able to uh to get at least half as many goals as him this time again okay Guar- right. guarantee that you know yeah that's what it's all about okay <laughs> 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 all right anyway do we have more uh, dad jokes Sorry yeah I got, I got
3: more hot dog jokes dude hot dog jokes What did the hot dog say when his friend passed him in the race
0: catch up <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow i relish the fact that you mustered the strength to catch up to me okay just,
0: oh my gosh just go, taking it a step further with all the condiments yeah dude you gotta get all the condiments on that bad boy mm. what do you put on a hot dog by the way what's the, what's your uh what's your toppings
3: um mm, ketchup and mustard I, I i like other stuff but like if i'm having hot dogs at my house yeah i i'm not no, nah, I'm not stocking my fridge with all these condiments to use once and then like they're just going to go bad in my fridge. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. For sure. Um, I don't eat them consistently enough.
0: <laughs> I'll do a little bit of like with veggie dogs. I'll do. Uh, veggie m- dogs. Must- what that consistent of? It's like soy basically or, a to- or tofu. Yeah. So I'll do okay. like ketchup and mustard and then raw diced onion and okay. a little bit of shredded cheddar like on top. Mm-hmm. I think that's where mm-hmm. it's
1: at. Sounds good,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I like I like beans. I like baked beans. I like beans and wieners. I like no, baked beans, too. Nut.
0: On the side, it's though. I don't, like, put them on the hot dog. You don't eat beans and wieners? Chop them up. Mm-mm. Open up a can of beans. Oh, like chop that. Chop wieners. Yeah, and then, yeah. And uh, cook it up. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, you're putting beans on your, like, hot dog on oh, the no, bun. Oh, no, that's a mess. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was like, that's just...
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I love... Bit, like, oh, I do like summer, I will say, for, like, the barbecue food. Like, yeah, having, like, brats, like, baked beans, potato salad... Oh, man. That's some good shit right there. How do you fuck with hot dogs, Daryl? What do you put on them? Yeah, Daryl, how do you like your weenies? Uh,
1: There's, like, two ways I can go about it. It's, <laughs> like... Oh, <laughs> he goes... <love> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> he, he don't say <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I do the, the ketchup, mustard, like, relish, onion, that whole setup. And then I usually do, like, chili, cheese, onions, mustard... That's like my second preference.
0: Nice, dude. Yeah, the onions and the mustard, I think, is key for sure. Mm. For sure. I love onions in general. So good. And recently, I've been getting into shallot a lot, which is like the. Shallot? It's like the semi. It's like a mix between an onion and garlic. You know, they're all the same kind of like family, but it's like the middle ground. It's not quite garlic. It's not quite an onion. It's just an onion that looks like garlic. <laughs>
1: Uh, They're it's, it's a, it's a
0: small onion. That's a little more like oval shaped instead of like circular. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it just like got good, a little uh, bit more of like a, it's a little bit more intense, like flavor wise. Like, so it's similar flavor profile to garlic, but it cooks more like an onion, if that makes sense. And it looks yeah. more like an onion. Yeah. Winemaker now. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that's why I've been digging. I've been buying shallots. When I go to the store every time I'll do like my veggie section I'll get like bell pepper, usually zucchini, asparagus you know stuff in our backyard. Shallot, let's go. How about that little that grass? Do you ever pull that grass that has like little onions
3: on it when you were a kid playing outside and stuff?
0: Oh whoa! Um, yes. I don't think so. Okay. It sounds cool though. I what would lo- like. Onions? Oh man, I would love to at some point have like a like couple planter boxes with some veggies. Mm. So, yeah. You know how Did it is. Did you see
3: that? Did you see that movie about the hot dog? About
0: the hot dog. Yeah, Clifford the Big Red Dog. It was an Oscar wiener. Ah! <laughs> mm. Are all are all your dad jokes hot dog themed today? <laughs> is this is well, well, what well. I sense is going <laughs> on. Let's,
2: <there>? see.
3: <laughs> Let's see. Which type of vegetable tries to be cool but is only partially successful at it? Hmm.
0: Tries to be it's a vegetable. Cool. One. Oh, this is for you. Vegetable that tries to be cool. Oh man, cucumber. Nah. I mean, cool as a cucumber. That's. I don't.
3: Yeah. He's he's fully successful. This one's only partially successful. Damn.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any. Two numbers. 100% cool. It is the rad-ish. Ah, uh-huh. it's rad but ish, you know? Yeah, only ish. Only slightly rad. rad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. And, uh,
3: you know, speaking of weddings and fruit and <laughs> vegetables and food. Sure. Why do watermelons have fancy weddings? Hmm. Hmm. I got nothing. Daryl? i lobbing this one. I'm lobbing this one. Well, you said where or why watermelons? Why
1: do watermelons have fancy weddings? You know what? Like the last 20 episodes, I'm stumped again, man. <laughs> because, <laughs> just, just like the episodes that came before, I, I am stumped.
0: <laughs> because they can't elope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, okay. That's good. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay. My life is better as a result of all that thick shit. Oh, my gosh. Well, Those uh, yeah. those are good, dude. Who who wrote those? Was that a, from one of your traditional it was, sources? It's uh, a, a new one that you're working with here. New Ghost Rider. Credit to Nanya. Okay. All right. Yeah, credit. Big out. Big out. Up. Big ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good shit, boys. All right. Well, like we said at the top, this show, uh, this rambling nonsense show about food and wieners and grocery stores and all the all the like, is brought to you on Patreon, patreoncom slash Podcast, and we want to give a special thank you to our supporters over there. So that's a big thank you to Charles Bilby, the Slide G Cooper, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Slugger, Be Down, Maximum Carnage, Skrillis, Smackerly, King sixty nine sixty nine, and Diego Juan. So thank you guys for your support of the show. Really appreciate it. You guys rock, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Rock and roll. Keep rocking and rolling, dude. Keep eating those wieners. You know what I mean? Get after it. Veggie dog, tofu dog, brat, hot dog. I mean, there's so many different types. What's the difference between a brat and a hot dog? Are they the same thing? What's a like a sausage? A bratwurst is more of a okay. More like a sausage. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know these things as a vegetarian. You have to ask. (laughs) All right. All right, let's get into some some qu- uh, questions here from uh, Patreon submitted over there. So the first one comes to us from King sixty nine sixty nine, and he wants to know if you could pick your name, what would your name be? And you can't pick your current name. Now he did have a caveat that this is not our gamer tag, right, or our mm-hmm. PSN ID. This is like our real name. If we could pick it again, what would it be? What do you guys have for this? I'm I'm curious. <sighs>
1: Well, when I was at work, um, I had some time on my hands. So I looked at Discord, saw that we had some questions coming through, and I saw this one. and me thinking, because I had this conversation with my parents a few times about, you know, what were the names you guys came up before you actually agreed on Daryl? And we had this conversation a few times. So I just kind of remember what the names were. So I actually texted my mom like, hey, what were the names you and dad like came up for me? And I like the names that my dad came up with. My mom went with Daryl because I guess at the time it, was, it, it sounded genuine to her. Like there, she hadn't met anyone named Daryl during that time period. So mm-hmm. she went with that. I mean, the mom's always going to go with the name that she thinks best. Um, But my dad actually came up with Zachary and Marcus as potential names for me. I like Marcus a lot. And Marcus actually resonated with me. I was thinking, Marcus sounds cool. It's because it sounds cool. Marcus and Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Marcus Aurelius
0: I mean, from Roman history.
1: Yeah, Mar- Marcus is a very masculine name.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: And I like Zachary, but you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, no, Zachary sounds cool because there's not a lot of names you can make up with Z. Then I'm like, Zachary just sounds too white for me. Mm, see, <laughs> I like
3: Zachary. That's the thing.
1: It does sound cool, <laughs> it's but. It's on my top just, list. <laughs> well, I Eli, you, you are myself. white. <laughs> 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 yeah, those were the two names. Um, you know, my dad came up for me, and I think my mom, I don't know if she came up with any other names. I think the reason why I just dislike Daryl sometimes is that there's just so many ways you can spell that name, and no one ever spells it the way my name is spelled out. Yeah,
0: your but spelling is always is interesting for sure.
1: It's it's it just annoys me that everyone knows so many ways you can spell the name, but they never spell it the way that mine is spelled. Like my name is just two R's. It's Y L, but everybody thinks it's like one R. There's an E instead of a Y, or there's two L's. I'm like, Mm. what the fuck? You guys never spell it E-A-R-R-Y-L. How many other Daryls have you met? Have you not met someone who's spelled the way that mine is spelled?
3: I have not, I don't think, actually. Yeah. I don't know if I know enough Daryls, but I feel like yours makes, like... Yours makes sense. Because you're one of the only Daryls I know, but it seems like
0: the right, like, that seems that's the way I would spell it. Is that how it's spelled with the uh, the character from Walking Dead? Daryl Dixon? This is with one R. This is with one R. Okay. Interesting. That's Dariel. Yeah, Dariel. Dariel. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, answer those...
1: would be Marcus or Zachary.
0: Those are good. Those are good answers. Eli, what about you? you know, Zachary, we know you, you well, are into I that. Mean, but... I mean, I can put that up on.
3: Yeah, yeah. Now you bring it up. I think Zach, Zachary would be on unless i've always kind of liked that name uh i think i always liked the name jason mm. so that Sounds was good probably, that would probably be up there that was always one that i remember like i think that's what i named my first fish that died in two days can't remember exactly yeah i think that's and then i've obviously my part of my gamer tag is Nar shredder the shredders from uh tmnt right and just read the Nar. uh it has dual purpose, but I've always liked Casey Jones, too. Like I oh, i guess yeah. a cool character and kind of just like, you know, that name is kind of cool, too. So uh, those those are the names that I liked when I was uh, like a lot younger. I haven't really thought about it because if I could pick a name, it'd probably be my own. I like my name. It's unique. It's short. It's easy. Uh, well, if you speak English, because if you speak Spanish, all the vowels are different. And yeah. Two out of the three letters in my name are vowels, so...
0: Yeah, that's true. You're not um, rocking a lot of consonants in the front, are you? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, and it, I do like that it's just... Uh, it's Eli, that's it. That's
3: what's on my burden. There's no Elijah. There's no... None of that shenanery. But I did know... I don't know if the other names they had chosen for me when they knew I was a boy. I don't know... If they did that, I'd have to ask. But I do know if I was going to be a girl, I would be Stephanie. Oh, that's weird. We'd be getting, <laughs> we'd be, we'd be, we'd be getting married, brother.
0: <laughs> nice. Oh,
3: man. Yeah. Weird. And I do. I have found out another name I like. I wanted to make it my son's middle name. Hmm. It is Aloysius. Which was uh my grandfather's middle name, and it's spelled like very very weird. Hmm. Uh, I don't even know if I can spell it. Al it's like A L Y, O U S, A L O Y S I U S. I'm pretty sure that's it. Aloysius. Yeah. Man, that's a cool name. I don't think
0: I've ever heard that.
3: Yeah, and Aloysius would have been way better, but. I could not get Baby Mama to get on board with that. So, uh, close second is Elliot, so it's kind of close to my name. Yeah, that's a good name. But not the same.
0: Nice, good choices. I
3: Todd t- 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 toss that name stuff out there.
0: I like wishes. Yeah,
3: no, that's badass, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. like, going between, like, we were talking about, like, Ollie, Oliver, Allister, stuff like that. Oh, is a, a good name. Thrown around, yeah. kind of, like, names like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh. I think Aloysius would have fulfilled like that because like his nickname could be kind of like Ollie or yeah, Allie, I guess, but I don't know. Kind of reminds me of the it's, word. It's fucking hard to pick a name, dude. It is hard. It was like, there's so many names and it's so like, he's going to live with this forever. Make sure there's not like things that are going to like people can pick on him for. And like, uh, even like the initials, can be a thing Mm -hmm. totally not like it's not the end of the world but (laughs) no i know i have i have have ed ed erectile dysfunction men suffer from that in later (laughs) age but you know eli suffers from (laughs) it at an early age (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if i was stephanie
1: you would know
0: (laughs) oh boy we're getting into it we're getting into it Oh the Real man. life
1: struggles of creating a custom character, man.
0: Right, creating your RPG yeah. character in real life—it's tough. It's yeah, tough I for imagine. sure. Yeah, I didn't. You uh, don't get to
3: create it first. You just have to pick the name, and then they just yeah, drop one on your lap, whatever
0: pre-made character you get.
2: <laughs>
3: exactly. You know? Then you just roll. You do your rolls for D and D for character
0: <laughs> yeah. creation. Just hope you get lucky. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't. So, I my parents also had like alternate names, but it's weird because they did. Uh, they have two different last names still. And it was like this thing where if I was a boy, my mom would pick my first name and, it, and I would get my dad's last name and then vice versa. Right. Um, so I know if I was a girl, I think my one of the names was Ariel was like a, a possibility, uh, which is kind of weird, but I don't hate it. it reminds me of like Little Mermaid or something. Um, yeah, if that was you, we would have been dating. There you go. Think about that, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So that that was like the only other one I know of from them. But I really like the name Roman. Um, I don't know if for me necessarily, but I like the name a lot. As far as like for a son or something like that, I think it's cool. And uh, yeah, so Ro- so Roman is up there. And then I also really like, and it's actually from a game. Uh, it's from Shadow of the Colossus. But I think Wander is a cool name. Um, wander? Yeah, Wander. And uh, like aimlessly walking. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like wandering. Yeah. So I I like that name a lot too. I don't know. It's hard. I can think of names for like pets that I like really easily, but for like me, I don't know. I really like my name. It's not super common. I've met maybe like, you know, three or four other Collins throughout my life, uh, but not a ton of them. I know obviously more exist than that, but I just I've only encountered a few. So yeah, I think it's more of like a British name. So in the states, it's like not as common which is kind of nice. Really? Yeah. Like when oh. I went to the place by our work, Gary's the other day, there's this British guy that was working there and uh, he's like, all right, what's the name for like your, you know, daily order. And I said, And he's like, well, that's a very nice, proud British name. And I was like, oh, thanks. You know, hmm. Max, fill us in. Yeah. Max, let us, let, let <laughs> what's us know. The, what's the, one you? of the, uh, <laughs> one of the Collins I've met in my life wasn't, in, wasn't in the UK. He was a cop uh, or a Bobby as they called him over there. So, yeah. So you met a British cop named I met, Colin. I did. And I had a one kid in my high it, school Colin. whose name was Colin, and he was a he dealt weed. He was a weed dealer, and people would get us confused sometimes. I remember specifically, yeah. like people would come up to me, like, all right, like I'm trying to buy some weed. I'm like, I don't sell weed. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, it's the other one. All right, my bad. Like, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, that's all I had for the for the question. But it's a cool question though, King. I appreciate you submitting that. I'm sure, we all do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You hear me, yeah. Stephanie, over there? Hear me? Good. <laughs> oh, sorry.
3: I thought you were talking. I was talking you. You. I'm talking to you. to oh, you.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, Ariel. No problem. Good. Right on. Right on. Maximum or Maximus? Maxim Maximilian? <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> Marcus? Marcus? Yeah. Zach. <laughs> Zach. Zach and Marcus.
1: Those are the two. Zach and Marcus. You know, what would be a good idea if you just call us by these names on the next episode. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe I'll do that. We'll throw it in at the start. I'm joined oh, by co-hosts. two new co-hosts, <laughs> Stephanie and and uh, Marcus.
2: Stephanie and Marcus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Aloysius. Yeah, Aloysius. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Zachary. Sure, I'll be a girlfriend. Yep. No worries. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. All right, but thank you, King, for that question. Next question comes to us from Slide G. Cooper. Daryl, do you want to read us in on this one? Yeah.
1: So slide GE Cooper wants to know after your bills and expenses each month, how much are you able to put into savings? Mm.
0: Ooh, bro. Yeah, bro, come on now. Yeah, personal. You're not supposed to talk about money. It's not polite. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to choose just for the sake of making no one uncomfortable, I'm gonna choose to just do like percentages, basically. So and okay. and not give like definitive numbers to things. That would even be just as bad. Well, maybe. I don't know. But that's how I'm going to do it.
3: You can put away 50%. You're not telling me a number, but that means you make a fuck ton of money. Where you Well, it's not
0: 50%. Well, first of all, the, you guys have heard of the old adage, I'm sure, of like you're not you're not supposed to ideally spend more than a third of your paycheck on your rent for a month. Like a third of yeah. your total income for a month should not be spent on rent. However, in California, that's almost impossible. So, it's...
3: Let me see. Is that a thing? Third?
0: Yeah. It's like a third is like, you know, kind of like a comfortable amount that you can still save and you're not what they call like house poor, right? Where it's like lots of people... Sure, you you take out a loan and you put a down payment on this house and you can, you know, buy a house, but your mortgage is such that like you're not actually saving any money. Every, everything you make is going towards paying off your monthly payments. So... That's hilarious. Um, yeah. I... So, let's see. What is it for me? Probably, like when I get a paycheck... I put like, it's the paychecks come twice a month and there's like two times a month where I have like big things that are due. The first of the month is, (laughs) first of the month I have like rent, right? That Stephanie and I split. Um, So I have rent due. I have like my utility bills that are due, all that kind of stuff. So the first paycheck, probably like uh, 40% of it goes to paying, maybe 45% of it, almost half goes to paying that stuff. Then of the remaining half, I put half of that. So let's say a quarter of it overall into savings. And then the other quarter I put into my checking for like groceries and gas and spending money on usually it's lunch. That's like mostly what I buy (laughs) because I go out to lunch most days. So that's for that paycheck. Then the second paycheck that comes in the month, it's like my expenses, my credit card bill hits right around then and my uh, car insurance. So same kind of thing where it's like not quite half. It's probably like 40% of that second paycheck goes to paying those off. And then of the remainder, half goes into savings, half goes into checking. Uh, But recently, though, because of the wedding and paying everything off, weddings are crazy expensive. uh, I haven't been able to save any money for almost four months now. Every paycheck I get gets the first half goes to, like I said, rent or utilities or whatever. And the second half goes straight to paying off wedding stuff. So I'm just now this next paycheck uh, or this last one, we just got paid. This is my last chunk I need to pay towards wedding stuff. And then it's done. And then I'll finally be able to save again. But like I got a raise in April and I haven't seen any difference in my savings or spending money because it's all been leaving immediately when I get my paycheck. So, um, yeah, that's how yeah. it goes for me. <laughs> yeah. I guess you got
3: the advantage of the dual, the dual income households. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, really, I make so much money from doing this podcast. I don't know if you'd typically call it savings, but I just take like bags of money. Yeah, and, we ma- like, yeah, I we make so much money from this. and just like throw it to, you know, the fans and the people that
0: just congregate <laughs> around my
3: house constantly. Yeah. Uh, it's more of like an investment than savings, but yeah, that's usually what I would do with my money. Right, right. Yeah, the podcast yeah. pays for my house, obviously. so much.
0: I just can't <laughs> even I can't even hold I don't have storage for it anymore, so Yeah. Just tossing it. I out mean, it thing. is, it is wild when you look at like, um, we talk about them all the time. So I'll just use them as an example, like last stand media, right? You can see how many patrons they have and mm-hmm. you know that the average patron for them is at the $5 a month tier. And then you just start doing the math and you're like, they're making like $85,000 a month, a month. Mm-hmm. That's just System. from that revenue stream, just, just from that. that. And it's super nuts. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into that company. I'm not saying you shouldn't support them. I support them on Patreon, but it is pretty wild. We're no, we're nowhere even remotely near the point where Patreon and the podcast could be a primary source of income. Pretty much, when you take out the the hosting fee for our RSS feed and our gift cards for the races, uh, it takes more than half of any income that we would get it's, for, from the podcast. Probably like sixty percent of it is gone right then. Um, more than that, even yeah, well, maybe it's a little different now. We've had a couple more patrons, but you know, largely for us, just you know the the money we make from the show gets reinvested into the show, right? <laughs> so, um anyway, go ahead though. What were you going to say for the rest of your answers? I, that was my that was my answer. Okay, all right. What do I mean, you, what, I get,
3: what? I I like to try to save, but it's usually just not there. Yep. Uh, I try to do it before, like. Bills and stuff, I guess expenses. Mm -hmm. I just like I get a paycheck. I put I put some of it away. Yeah, and then like I guess if I like am in dire straits, it comes back out. Unfortunately,
0: sure, sure. Oh, I do automatically. I'm sure we all do. Like I put like nine percent straight to retirement every paycheck. Well, yeah, there's that. But Mm -hmm. after that, the yeah, I try to take I don't know
3: ten fifteen percent and just put it in a savings. Yep. That I have like immediate access to if like I need money.
0: Yep. For sure. So. What what about you, Daryl? How how do you handle
1: it? You no, know, honestly, that's all handled by my wife.
0: Yeah. Like, this
1: guy. <laughs> like nice. It's um I don't know, man. Numbers just scare me. You know, you you gotta make some pretty big decisions with money. You know, you can either bank on that or you can lose it. So I, I don't really trust myself with money. I, you know, my, I feel comfortable with, with my wife kind of like taking the reins on that and um, paying f- pretty much like for the house, the cars. Um, the cars is good because you know I actually paid off my Honda, so I don't have to worry about that no more.
0: Nice, that's awesome. Um, oh, yeah,
1: that's a good yeah feeling. utilities. Yep. Yeah, so like she has like a whole spreadsheet, man. I look at it, I'm just like, what?
0: I know, yeah. That's Stephanie's the same way. Not Eli, but that my actual fiance Stephanie's the mm. same way.
1: You confuse <laughs> me now. I'm, I'm, confused. <laughs> I'm thinking like <laughs> this whole Stephanie thing. It's great. It's it, 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 right. it's weird because every time you guys mention that, I feel like we were destined to be together because oh, yeah, well, you, you were. guys you guys have some sort of story tied to Stephanie. And I also do, too, because oh. my wife's middle name is Stephanie, but her family calls her Stephanie, not mm-hmm. her first name, which I refer to her as.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Uh, very wow.
1: strange how we all found each other. Yeah. yeah. Colin, who are you really marrying,
0: honestly? Dude, when you think about <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it gets a little crazy, doesn't it?
1: Just tell me the truth,
0: Colin. Mm-hmm.
3: The Eli up there. I
0: need to know. <laughs> yeah.
3: Am I the Stephanie
0: for you? I told you, you got to make sure you're there by the time the <laughs> ceremony starts, dude, for a special reason. Not gonna...
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I strange mean... uh, tangent there. But, yeah, you know, I, I don't know how much goes into savings. I do know, like, with my wife's work, you know, at the end of the year, she gets a huge bonus. And I know that goes into savings. Yep. Kind of wish I had a bonus that goes into savings, but. I
0: know. I wish we got yeah. bonuses too.
3: Imagine a giant fucking coming in. Yeah. So I think yeah, I, I, I think people a in leader. our do
0: I think people in our company do get bonuses, but it's like high. It's not at our like you know. Oh, it's well, on the main campus those... shit. I don't, I'm not sure. It's like the same they thing for like, the summer's people.
3: Our rate. Right. Right. They send out those sick emails like, oh, well, it's actually actually this much because you get this this and this that nobody uses and it's complete bullshit yeah right. the raise it's like doesn't even keep up with
0: out. inflation every year like the automatic raise you know no it's getting a little ridiculous and if you enc- also with like cost of uh like gas and groceries and stuff now like it's it's uh it's pretty ridiculous but it's insane. i think in Remember general it? what i would say for financial advice i know saving is really tough for some folks i totally get it um you have to be like I love video games, dude, but I have spent zero actual dollars on video games this year. Like, I got gift cards for my birthday last year and for Christmas for PSN, and I still Mm -hmm. have credit left from them. And it's going to be June by the time I'm back for my honeymoon, and half the year will go by. I've spent zero money on my favorite hobby, right? So it's about, like, trying to find things that you enjoy that I think that are not incredibly expensive, Gaming can be expensive if you have, you know, like if you have that kind of pull to constantly buy new stuff. But I would say, like, really try to not do that if you're someone who's also concerned with savings and getting I that up. Say, that's good. That's great advice. You have
3: also spent how much on PS Plus this year? Mm hmm.
0: That's oh, you know what? You're right. Yeah, the PS Plus stuff. I apologize that, that that's true. How many of them have you denied? Yeah, I've only downloaded, like, three games so, so far this year. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. I gotta get one of those in there this this, yeah. this episode. No, no, you're, you're, to, you're totally right. But, like, the thing is, like, just be smart about, like, if you if you get a PSN gift card, right, for, for your birthday or Christmas, just be smart about how you spend it, which I think we all are. Like, you wait for sales, you find stuff that's, like, really cheap, and that shit can spread, like, for a long time, and you can keep it. And then the other thing yeah. I've heard is that you want to have, like, the advice I always got was you want to have, six months of your living expenses in your savings before you start looking at anything else like if you're yeah, looking at stocks or diversification of like your money i have been looking yeah. at that
3: i would really like to invest me so too. get that like whatever six months yep yep and like pay for my son's college and all that shit
0: yeah i know been,
3: uh, scary
0: But well community college yeah. is cheap and and effective right and and yeah. you can start there. And even if he wants to go to a four year after that, at least it's half as much as it would have been otherwise.
3: Mm-hmm. So but yeah, the investment seems like really
0: the way to go, but it's just so goddamn scary, dude. When you yeah. have to have yeah. money for it to be, to be worth it. Right. It's like gambling, right? You have to spend money to make big money when you're yeah. gambling. And but, uh, I mean,
3: you can start small and like get a couple, get a couple hundred, but it's not going to like mm-hmm. fill up your bank account, but just to get those couple extra bucks that you can actually save
1: and yeah slowly over time but yeah, yeah that's where you gotta be careful as soon as you start making money you have that mindset like oh, oh. man yeah I'm making money now let's keep rolling mm-hmm. you get like keep rolling. You, you get hit hard man you're like oh shit i just yeah. lost everything
0: i don't know yeah. it's just a, it's you got to really curb the spending habits like we all just want shit all the time it's like do i really need new clothes do i need these shoes do i need this game Etc., mm-hmm. etc. The answer is probably no. Like, mm. I, I get new clothes maybe once a year, maybe. And that's usually gifts, right? People will buy me a sweater or a t shirt or like I have three pairs of jeans. We talked about this on previous episodes. Those are going to last me like two years and I just only wear those three pairs of jeans, right? Yeah. I've, got, I've got two pairs of shoes, I've got two hats, and then I just wear shirts. Like, I don't know. People spend money on the most ridiculous shit sometimes. I just, I don't get it. It's starting yeah. to hit me with my job. Where I had
3: gotten some pants, and now they're rapidly decaying. Yeah, that's that's mm. tough. That's it's, tough. Uh, yeah. Unfortunate. Because, like, you know, now I have to buy new jeans because all of them have holes in them because I'm on my knees all day. I feel like we should <gasps> reimburse you for that. The company should reimburse you guys for that shit.
0: Yeah. They don't I don't buy us tools. Uh, it's like, dude, come on, dude. Right. Anything that you need and that gets worn in the typical use of your like your job, I think should be. I think they do have like they have a uniform
3: and they have to be like arc safety rating. Sure. But I don't have those yet Hmm. after six months. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I'm looking to I'm looking to diversify my investments of shit, too, because, yeah, like I was fortunate. I've always like I had a roommate before Stephanie. And so my living expenses have always been like uh, curbed by having someone else help me do payments. Mm-hmm. And um, for the first year and a half that I worked with our company, I lived at home with my parents and they only charged me $300 a month for rent. So I was able to say like I've got over – I've probably got a year of living expenses saved right now.
3: You've been on the savings spree.
0: Yeah, um, and the whole thing behind that is like, if I want to change jobs, I want to do it in a way that I can quit a job and not be like fucked, you know? Yeah. So th- this gives me like a little bit of security, but, mm-hmm. but again, it comes at, it's, everything's a cost, right? It's like, I'm not buying shit every day, you know, no. just cause it's on sale. Even I'm not buying like stuff on Amazon. I'm not, you know, like, yeah, I think you just have to be smart about what you really need. That's the general advice. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it back into this topic when we get to what we've been playing. Yeah, Exactly. All right very good though good questions uh, who did that one come from slide G Cooper yes sir thank you very much for that. All right and let's go to uh, question number three comes to us from Smackerly Eli do you want to read us in on this one yeah sure
3: I'd love to actually Pee through the zipper or unbutton the pants <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, this one's this one's up to you guys as Stephanie over here I cannot really answer this.
0: Yeah, this was going on when I hopped into party chat the other night. There's a few folks who were debating this. I guess they had just got done talking about it like when I hopped in there. And um, I don't understand what kind of Neanderthals are out there <laughs> unbuttoning their pants and dropping trow every time they want to go to a urinal. Your pants and your underwear have a flap in them specifically designed for your dick to come out so you can go pee all right i don't know what (laughs) specifically designed for that if if the point of peeing was to drop trow and unbutton your pants every time and pull down your boxers you wouldn't have a zipper there is no function of that zipper otherwise and guess what every every pair of pants has zippers so uh you you know you don't I don't unbutton unbutton my pants. Why would you unbutton your pants? That's crazy talk. I must say, I have
3: a third option that Mm I (laughs) use sit down. I don't. Yeah. I (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I don't know what kind of Neanderthal fucking goes through all that work to yanked their junk out of all that work and it's flap. all
0: lined up right there everything's lined not up in all the time. <laughs> it's not <laughs> lined up all the time i mean it's pretty, one of them it's to the pretty, right one of them it's not like you're gonna find zigzag yeah zigzag through that fucking maze dude get the hell out of it's here it's not like you're gonna be like oh i can't find it it must be down by my knee <laughs> you know like <laughs> well i mean a, usually yeah, that's right. the problem sure 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 all right I don't, I, all right I, <laughs> big dick swinging i can't find yeah. it's too much trouble to use the, Zip. the zipper because i can't i don't know where my yeah. penis is i mean know? i don't have to do <laughs> either i just
3: pee, it comes straight out of the bottom of my pants it's no big deal that's
0: true that's an option <laughs> that's an option i'm a firm but believer it, uh, in in the peeing through the zipper like unzipping hmm. and unflapping and i pee that way yeah i
3: don't do either i don't i don't unbutton because then your pants fall down right. i undo my i do my belt and my pants are, like, snug enough to where I just, I, between my thumb and forefinger, smush my pants down and flip out the top.
0: Ugh, flip out the top? You have a fly on your fucking boxers, dude. It's too much work, my You've dude. You've got a fly on your boxers. You might as well wear women's panties at this point. They want me to get you some nice. Some I'm nice... going to flip out the top. That's my answer. All right. Darrell, what about you?
1: But so the unbutton the pants, he didn't say dropping your pants, he just said unbutton the pants. You
0: unbutton the pants and the presumption being you go over the top, okay? You like, you Flip know what out. I mean? Flip out
3: yeah. over the top, yeah. But I don't unbutton my pants when I do
1: that. See, I I unbutton my pants to take a piss.
2: Hmm.
1: I just find trying to guide your dick to a, zoo, a fucking yeah. zipper to be very dangerous, man. I mean, it's like yeah. fucking operations, dude. Like trying to get the fucking
0: nothing's gonna happen out to it. What's what do you think's gonna go wrong there? That zipper is not like it's moving around. It's not got a motor attached to it. It's just it's just a fucking zipper.
1: Yeah, it's just nah. uncomfortable, That's man. Metal. Oh my gosh, like a, a fucking bunch of wusses, piece dude. Of metal <laughs> just grinding up on your dick. That just yeah. doesn't seem right, man. Bunch of wusses. I always imagine like like fucking zipper just like chopping your wiener off yeah yeah. For like, for sure. oh yeah i'm gonna zip my pants like oh mm-hmm. oh my goodness oh, I, was my like, I got a small weenie anyways i can't fit it to a zipper <laughs> I gotta pull now. oh
0: man you know like i guess yeah I, I and this is exactly what happened in the party chat it was pretty divided actually which is was surprising to me because you just do something like that every day right and you just kind of assume that that's like how the rest of the world does it but it's not the case It's not the case
3: I always wondered what like the zipper and the and the like flaps were for. Yeah, you always
0: wondered, did you? <laughs> I don't think I've
3: ever used that strategy. Ever. Are you joking me? Almost I don't I might have tried it once <sighs> or twice i was like, this is ridiculous. That's so wild. This is way too much work. <laughs> it's
0: So wild. Like I can understand the 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 over the t- you know, that your method when you're like at home or something, sure. But like in a public restroom. We're gonna unbutton my pants. You know what, I am I gonna, what am I gonna do next? Take a crap there's in the no, sink? Like what? Like what? No gonna... <laughs> unbutton, dude. <laughs> like, what's it's going? like a, it's way faster, more convenient. You the, just out of the down. belt?
3: That's even weirder. Like you, like, <laughs> oh no, you undo. It. Well, if you don't have a belt on, you can just
0: like slide, like you just slide them down, force your pants down. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, you know, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, th- thank you, Smackerly, for that heated discussion topic. Hopefully that yeah. gave you some answers because we're divided, just like the rest yeah. of the community is, I'm sure too. You're gonna have to hop in the party chat and find out who's who I'm allowed to talk to anymore. You, you and uh, I think you guys are aligned, if I remember correctly. I think you and Smackerly are aligned. Uh, I could be wrong, who's, actually. Who's the,
3: only, be wrong. who's the other person that
0: Slugger is was... in there and and Skrillex was in there and Gary was in there? You guys all go through the fucking flaps. No, no, no. I'm not, I can't. I can't remember who is exactly do, does what, but it's divided. It was like fifty-fifty. It was, you know, a good, good little split up between us. Uh, you didn't
3: write notes on how how
1: your friends pee.
0: Oh no, no, no. no. You know that. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once we, who who through the zipper, we gotta lock them up, man. Lock yeah, them dude, up and throw lock, away the key. Bro. All right, I'll see we you guys, see guys later. We like, need a new man, host. Yeah, I,
0: I gotta go pee through the zipper real quick. I'll be back. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you for that question, Smackerly. Much appreciated. Final question of the show from Patreon comes to us from Skrillis, and he says, With starting Super Meat Boy, it makes me realize how difficult games give me way more satisfaction than easy games. Are there any difficult games on your radar? Daryl must not say the FromSoft games. I know he's going in that direction, but I'm curious if anything sparked his fancy. Same goes for you at CK Presents, so for me, no FromSoft games either. Ideally, 8-plus difficulty. And then he goes, screw it, no FromSoft games for any of y'all. So are there any difficulty or any high difficulty games in our backlog that we have on our radar to play probably this year or you know, sometime relatively soon that are not FromSoft games? What did you guys have
1: for this one? So Skrillist is a prime example of someone spelling my name wrong again. Mm-hmm. Spelled it with I, and nine. I
0: should have corrected it, but I just copy pasted the question into
1: the show notes. So, apologies there. Oh, good. I'm just saying, you know,
2: yeah, well, spell my name
1: wrong all the time mm, for sure. For sure, I've come to accept that fact. Um, but yeah, for me, you know, yeah. we talked about this on the last episode. I think Hollow Knight was mentioned, I think that is a 10 out of 10 on PSN profiles. Yeah, if I remember. Um, I was
0: trying to look earlier, and actually, PSM profiles was down. It was like doing routine maintenance. So that's weird. Yeah, I'm looking up
1: right now. it before the episode? It just seemed like you were. On it was the, working a point. little
0: bit, and then I tried to like go back and and look up more stuff, and it was okay. So it's it's back up again. Uh, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. nine out of ten according to the guide.
1: Okay, nine yeah. out of ten. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to have to do my homework because I definitely want to see what other games out there are ten out of ten. Uh, see if I can, like, maybe get two 10 out of 10s under my belt. But, yeah, Hollow Knight is one that caught my eye. And um, the Evil Within games, 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. I think Evil Within 1 is a 9, and Part 2 is an 8. So I would definitely like to you know, play those at some point and try to get the Platinum, those games.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good answer for sure. Eli, what'd you have? Nothing.
3: Nothing? No difficulties? Well if it uh if there's anything on my radar that's not from Soft, that's uh it's gonna be a no. There's nothing on my radar. That's not from Soft King. That isn't that's, that's hard difficult. like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got no plans in the current future to uh play anything hard. I do like That's the thing where <sighs> uh, Whoa, what the fuck was that? I don't know. Sorry. Anyways, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> uh Yeah, like the FromSoft games are kind of hard and they're difficult and you get into it and it's that that syndrome of like I want more pain, you know? This is fun. When it gets start getting easy though, that's when it gets, you know, real fun. You want to do more.
0: Yeah, you uh, want it to be like engaging but not hard. That's the perfect spot for the FromSoft games, yeah. you know.
3: So I can see where the uh the question comes from cuz it gets you all excited about difficult games and really earning that satisfaction sure uh but at the current moment i am not in that mode besides uh like from soft if uh i'm not really sure what i'm gonna i'm gonna execute my plan but
0: yeah yeah demon souls uh, that that's good that's good no. um i have like coming up or what and it's in what i've been playing even alien fireteam elite is uh, I believe a nine out of ten. I just have the actual trophy list up, not the guide right now for reference, but I believe that's a nine. So that's like on my semi near future. Like that's basically over the course of this full year, I'll be playing this, just slowly chipping away at it. So that's that's the one that I had. But honestly, like I talked about it last time, Binding of Isaac: Rebirth is a nine out of ten, 150 hours. I don't have the game yet. That is one I am curious about. Of course, we said no FromSoft games, but. Uh, dark souls 2 is on my backlog that i want to play and that's a i think an 8 or maybe it's a 7 but honestly like nothing i have that's planned this year is really difficult like single player planned right like re0 i thought was going to be harder than the list is saying it says it's only a 5 which i kind of find hard to believe and then code veronica is a 6 out of 10 um you know let me look up really quickly what this other one that I'm thinking of is a little live check. Sorry. Uh, I think it's a six. Yeah. So a lot of the games that I'm planning on doing this year are like in between four and like six in difficulty. And that's kind of the sweet spot for me. Like I want it to be, you know, challenging and engaging, but I don't want it to be like just rage inducing, you know, like new Colossus level. So yeah, I mean, it's all like relative though. Like before the show, Daryl, you were saying like you might find some games easier than others or whatever. Right. Like, Uh, i'm gonna be getting later this year the modern warfare 2 when it comes out like the new call of duty and maybe that'll be hard like some people find that those playthroughs on veteran really tough and the zombies modes and stuff really tough i don't know um i've gotten the plat in the last couple call of duties i've gone for except for cold war which i didn't play but yeah that's on my radar for this year too like you know if ragnarok comes out this year uh you know that one but that's just i think that would probably be like a four i, I would guess so who knows unless it's got ravens yeah the ravens for you. <laughs> I, I guess the point being that it seems like looking at my list and my backlog a lot of the games that i gravitate towards are in that middle space they're in between like four and six uh sometimes i do a seven sometimes i do a three or a two just kind of depends so yeah all right. Anything else to add on that one before we move on? You guys good? Feeling good? Feeling good. All right. Well, thank you, Skrillist, and thank you to all of our Patreon supporters for your questions. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Now, let's get into, as this is the second episode of the month of May 2022, let's get into what we have been playing. Uh, Daryl, you know what? Let's, let's start with you, if you're all right with that. Is that okay? Yeah, good. that right. works for me. Let's get into it. What have you been jamming on?
1: uh so i've been playing quite a bit lately and from the previous episode i had mentioned playing until dawn again and i played it like six or seven years ago so it was a lot of fun to come back and play it again i had a lot of fun with this game it was fun like to do the different playthroughs you kill everybody and then you know have everybody survive through the night i thought that was a lot of fun Ended up platinuming it. It is number 53 for me. Hell yeah. Shiny uh, Platt. So it was fun. You know, I had a lot of fun with it playing it again. I will say, if anyone is going to play it, um, don't do what I did because uh, I ended up like hating the game at the end. Um, okay. So, like, episode four, I think, is where where. Characters in the game can potentially start dying. I think mm-hmm. it's episode four or five. And the decisions you make, you know, can change the outcome of the story. So for me, I had to play from episode four all the way to the end of the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't do that. I, I played from episode four up until eight. And then episode nine, there was, um, there was nothing in that section where characters could die. I just skipped to episode 10, thinking that all my decisions from episode 4 and 8 would carry over to 10. Oh, no. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Eli. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing saved. Oh, no. When I started up episode 10. <laughs> this was my um, my keep everyone alive playthrough. So when oh. I started episode 10, it started showing flashbacks of everyone dying. <laughs> now I was like, what the hell? There was nothing I did that killed any of these guys. And then I read on PSN profiles, man, the fine print. was if you you start episode four or whatever, decisions you make have to carry over until you beat the game. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do that. So I had to start all over again, which really pissed me off. Yeah. Because I was only like an hour away from beating the game, like getting the platinum. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah. Nah, I had to play all over again. And like each episode's like twenty minutes long, make the same decisions to keep everyone alive. And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah.
3: It definitely got kinda like frustrating towards the end. I did like how you got to, you know, see all that stuff play out, make the different decisions, but yeah, at a certain point it just kinda like, Okay, let's let's
0: get a move on here, folks. I just firmly believe that those type of games, trophy I I just think they need to be like Telltale games. Like, that is the most enjoyable way to experience a narrative-based, decision-based, you know, dialogue-heavy game like that. Don't make me see every single fucking permutation of everything. That's not what the game is about, right? It's about my individual journey through the game. So, Telltale, you beat it, you get the platinum. I know that, like, kind of devalues it, right? And it's kind of like, well, then everyone's going to have the platinum or whatever, but... Yeah. I don't like the alternative method, which you just described, which is, like, you have to, like, replay these missions and these dialogue th- scenes, like, six times and see everything, and it's, like, I'm actually really not looking forward to that at all with Detroit Become Human, which got voted on in my backlog picker to be played uh, coming up here soon, and I think that part's gonna suck. Like, I'm really looking forward to playing the game for fun and beating it. I'm not looking forward to just replaying the same shit four times afterwards. I think that was the funnest part about the game, honestly. Man, it's Uh, a little
3: like it's a little more um, like thought-provoking in Detroit Become Human, where like in a horror movie you kind of like know what's gonna happen, and like when you save everyone it feels good, but like when everyone dies you're just like yeah, that's a Uh uh-huh, cool. (laughs) But like Detroit, there's a lot more. There's a lot more. I don't know if you say political conversation going on
0: there's a lot there's a lot more to it that i i found pretty interesting okay well that, i mean I that's, good that's good to hear I, I i am excited for that like i know the game is good right i know a lot of you if you've talked about it other people have told me like it's really good um so the i don't only, know
3: it's just a byproduct it's the only way to like see how your decisions really affect and it's just you know a side effect that you have to play through them again and if they're not long or they're not boring or like if you can skip cutscenes that you already kind of know that makes it easier but yeah i mean i don't think all the games should just be like you beat it once because then you don't really you don't really get to see how your decisions affected it you're just like it's just there was a story Mm -hmm. you know but if you have to play through it a couple times and realize what you know how Your decisions affected the end game. When you think you're making the right decision, like the first time, if you play through blind, and then at the you know the final on your final playthrough, when you've you've seen the decisions, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I see. You know, it's not always the easy choice that you know gets you there.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, I I do remember moments like that in the game, where like you know decisions. <clears throat> that seemed minor early in the game had a huge impact later in the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> like, like there's a section where, yes, there was like a bat. that was like laying in the in the basement or something, and the guy can oh. either put it aside or lock it up. And then I just remember that I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Or you know, the little butterfly thing went off. I'm like, oh, that's weird. But then like later in the episode, you find out like, oh, like that really can have a huge impact on the story. You can either use it as a weapon or you're kind of left defenseless. So it was cool. Like moments like that. And I kind of like what like Eli's, you know, his whole thought on like, you know, saving people or letting them die. Like I really enjoyed the fact, like I was able to save everybody. And it really sucked when everyone started dying off because they were dying off in like the most gruesome way possible. Yeah. yeah. And like at, the ver- like at the very end, like one of the trophies is Sam flicking the light switch. And, you know, for those who play the game, you, it, it kind of it, it's shitty because, you know, one of the guys um, in the story, you know, the way that he goes, out was kind of, kind of lame. I was like, oh man, this was like guy. You kind of, annoyed with at the beginning because he's just kind of like the prankster and the goofball but you know his arc in the story becomes like the guy everyone shoots for and wants to make it out yeah um yeah it was a fun game you know i actually like it um colin i don't think you've platinumed the game you said you played it right
0: yeah i mean and that's this gets bad i've played it three times like and i just don't like yeah play it more for the plat (laughs) You, you haven't seen it yet. You haven't experienced what the game has to offer. It's like, I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I've played it three times. I really like it. Uh, one time yeah. I played it was uh, we, like, switched off the controller with a, a buddy and me. This was back in, like, 2014 when I was still on Xbox. But he had PlayStation. Or maybe 2015. Whenever the game came out, he got it. And then Stephanie and I played through it together together. Um, Like when we first were dating and same, same thing, like making decisions together and stuff. And I think those games are really good at that. Like being, you know, having someone over just watching you play is, is still pretty engaging. So yeah, I don't plan on going back for this one, but they have a new game coming out called the quarry, which is like, you know, they've had a lot of these narrative games come out since then the whole uh, book of, what is it called? You know what I'm talking about? There's like three games in the series, uh, dark pictures anthology so far oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but their new one the quarry is supposedly much more of a spiritual successor to until dawn where it's like teens at a summer camp like you know kind of like a slasher movie style thing uh yeah and i think that comes out in june so you know if you're interested in that type of shit you can take a look at it
1: yeah i might check it out i, I remember hearing about it and i see um my wife's sister came into town last weekend and she was like Oh, you hear about the game, The Quarry? And I was like, Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. heard it's kind of something like Until Dawn. Um, but yeah, it was great. I think the only criticism I had about the game is you can't skip the cutscenes.
2: Yeah, it definitely
1: hurt me on like multiple playthroughs, especially when, you know, I fucked up that Keep Everyone Alive again. I was like watching the same cutscene again. But yeah, the game loved it. Um, so I played a few other games. I went with some smaller titles just to kind of, um, you know, play some more games and not kind of jump into a bigger game right away. So my next game and my next platinum comes from Astro's Playroom. Yeah. And, what the hell is uh, this?
3: You didn't play <laughs> this when you got your PS Five?
1: No, it's dude. This
3: blasted me, dude.
0: I didn't know this. Yeah, it wouldn't it's be allowed on the podcast if I'd known this. Yeah, dude. Everything's what right on. It's a rite of passage. If you're gonna get a PS Five and not play Astro's Playroom, like, what are you doing? You know. Yeah, man, you gotta like take a hard long look in the mirror, bro.
1: Really. <laughs> Colin gave me that same reaction, too. He was like, What?
0: You yeah, I, <laughs> I just assumed you did it. you like had played it right when you got the console, but yeah, why would I you didn't? not? I was like, You'd have to be like, a guy who like
3: pees through his fucking zipper to not do that. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's
1: right. Well, I'm glad to tell you guys I did play it. I think the only thing that kind of held me back from playing it is. It just seemed too kitty Oh my god, that's a, it, it's a it video game. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get that, but just it, it just didn't seem like a game I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. You know, so you no, know, I, I was checking it out. I think someone had played it on my friends list recently. I was it's like, cool. you know what? Let me check it out. Let me check it out. See what's up. I gotta tell you, man, I was surprised by how much fun I had with this game. It was a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, dude.
1: It's, uh, it's a quick game, you know, I was surprised by how fast I played it, uh, I think I got the Platinum in like five hours, I think that's like standard for everybody else.
0: Yeah, I think that I got fun. it in like three and a half or something. What? Yeah. I thought mine was like eight. Yeah, Ooh. well according to PS5, mine was like three hours, but I don't know if that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah the PS, they, it seems weird that they're like, they're so far off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, and then other times it feels really dead on to me, so I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, but, I feel like that's yeah. different for the other game I'll mention next. I was like, wait, that doesn't seem like the right time.
0: For but, sure. Yeah. Well, so overall, um, now that you've played it, what was your impression?
1: It was fun, man. I liked it. It was definitely cool to go back in time, you know, to the first PS1 up until the, you know, the PS5 now. It was really cool to see that, like, the different artifacts and stuff like that and you know i was really really having like a nostalgia moment the whole time i was playing the game it's like it's weird because i felt like i was more heavy into microsoft playing xbox a lot Mm -hmm. it kind of you know made me remember that i actually had a ps1 all the way up until a ps5 i've had all of them it's just i didn't really have the same impact from Sony compared to Microsoft. But I had the PS1, had a PS2, 3, 4, and 5. It was kind of weird, you know, just to see that and just realize that Sony's been in my life for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
0: is kind of cool. I, I really liked that part, too. Like, the room where you collect all the peripherals and, like, all the different, like, pieces of the hardware. Um, it was, like, your lobby. You know, I can, they had a name for it. I can't remember what it was called. But, like, yeah, where you got to see all that stuff. I really liked that. And then, of course... Uh, the end of the game. How did you find the 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 boss fight? Uh, that was kind of like the secret little Easter egg boss fight.
1: It was fun, you know. You talk you talk about the um the T Rex, like the T Rex. Yeah, yeah. And that was a lot of fun. I like the, you know, that whole boss fight. I think those bosses were like from some demo games, right? Or yeah, they were from like
0: a demo disc for the PlayStation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it was fun. You it's know, it was really, a really really cool
0: like piece of history there that they included
1: sure I, I like that game i I was really impressed by how much fun I had with that game. Um, you know just the worlds were were really cool to to explore the different like PS titles over history. That was really fun um I was really bad at trying to figure out what most of them were and even in my first playthrough i didn't even see all of them i had to watch a video that showed like all the different like characters from like all the ps games over over years like i missed the god of war one in the first level didn't do enough exploring
0: oh um, damn yeah
1: and like i've seen the resident evil one that didn't even register with me um probably like the newer titles like um Like, Horizon Zero Dawn, I picked up on that one right away. Devil May Cry, that one. Oh, yeah. Pretty obvious. And and there's so many, but, like, the obvious ones, like, I didn't even pick up on it. There's some some ones I didn't even know about. I was like, wait, what is this? Like, the one with the, this was, like, the big, like, balloon-looking robot. And if you, like, hit it, it would explode into, like, little ones. Oh, Even yeah. That one
0: yeah, I missed some of them too because I wasn't really a PlayStation guy until the PS4. But I did like that part of it a lot as well. There like we talked a little bit about I think the only issue I had with the game was the parts that make you like not do normal platforming where like you get the suits, you have like the rocket that mm-hmm. you steer and like the you know, like all that kind of shit I found pretty annoying.
3: Yeah, that was to yeah. that was to showcase the dual sense
0: though. Yes, it was. It was. And I just think, like, if they end up doing a full game, not like a crazy long game, but, like, if they did a, a, you know, like a 10-hour Astro game or something, I hope that that wouldn't be a huge part of it. That's all.
1: Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of some of those parts. I mean, I didn't really like the um, one where the, the guy that bounces like left to right and the, the rocket ship. I didn't really enjoy those a whole lot. I did like the one where like knocking bowling pins down, or like you're the monkey. Oh yeah, like the ledges. Those were pretty cool.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: where I really didn't like that part of the game was in the time trials. Mm. <clears throat> Did you guys do the DLC for that? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean the the navigating the like the different you know, obstacle courses. Those were easy enough, but like trying to get like some de- decent times those uh a section of the game it was kind of difficult Th- those were probably like the ones i had the most struggle with for sure Not, like necessarily completing them but like trying to get time like shaved off yeah so i can get like the the trophy where you beat all of that in less than seven minutes
0: yeah i thought the list was pretty fun though too there's a lot of trophies for how short that game is oh yeah yeah like you're sure. popping them like constantly <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's pretty fun yeah pretty fun
1: a very fun game don't do what i did don't sit on this game if you get your ps5
0: yeah don't do it don't sit on it okay get in there
1: <laughs> you in there. after <clears throat> gosh excuse me uh the next game i played after that one was abzu game you played colin
0: oh yeah dude
1: um i did start this game a while back i couldn't get over the controls so i i put this game away Put it back in the backlog, but this was like one of the shorter games I ended up finding again in my black backlog. Yep. I decided to play through it, and I finally got over the, con- the controls. They weren't so bad. they were a little finicky still. I was still able to continue on with the game and, you know, play the game from beginning to end. I like this game a lot, man. I always like these games that take place under the ocean.
0: Yeah, it's really like chill. Very relaxing game to play, I felt like, with Abzu.
1: it was chill you know you get to see like schools of fishes you know like the coral reefs you know Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful world under the ocean um but it also gets pretty scary too man that's that's the thing that scares me the most about the ocean is just all those parts that are undiscovered yeah probably some big kaijus just lurking down there yeah dude Just like dude it's crazy man it's like There could be like a freaking monster hiding under there. (laughs)
0: Well, and there's like the trophy, I think, in Obzu for seeing the giant squid, right? So that's like one of the things that you can see down there that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, Yeah. uh, there's some memorable parts to that game, definitely.
1: I mean, like in my first playthrough before I had to do like another cleanup playthrough, you're you're, like going through the world and you kind of see your destination ahead of you. If you kind of look around, above you or below you, kind of scared me the most is what's below me because I'm just thinking like the further I go down, it's probably gonna like restart me because mm-hmm. that's like a an area that's like out of reach for players. You can actually like keep going further down into the ocean until you hit rock bottom, which was pretty pretty cool, dude.
0: Yeah, for sure. Scary
1: as fuck, but it was cool because it's like oh man i didn't think you could go all the way down there
0: yeah dude they they, there's some cool shit going on definitely like not a ton of exploration in that game but enough to like make it worthwhile to look around a little bit that's what i was kind of worried about was like man are some of these collectibles gonna be like impossible to find because the areas that i'm swimming through are massive but they actually like do a good job of giving you the illusion that the space is big, but it's actually not that far to swim across, you know? Hmm. And I also really liked doing the, uh, the shark meditation statues where like you'd meditate and then you could like switch to different points of view of the fish, you know, and see what they were doing. Yeah. Just like really cool. Some circle. I think there's that trophy for the circle of life. Like see a fish, eat another fish <laughs> when you're meditating.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was funny. I was like watching this barracuda and I was like, is this what the trophy's asking me to do? Like, watch a predatory animal just eats, like, another fish? I'm watching Barracuda, and it just freaking s- snatches a fish out of a school. I was like, oh,
0: snap. Oh, snap. No
1: yeah. they Yeah. They go hard in the paint
0: down there, bro. They don't fuck around.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, man. Barracuda, man. It, uh, What's that dude's name in uh, the movie? Finding Nemo? Marlin. Maybe mm. Marlin. No Family list, man. <laughs> this whole family, dude.
0: yeah now i'm glad you played um, this game yeah. though because it's like yeah it's just another class like i think along with like journey and you know some of these other like shorter titles like they're just really good indie kind of experiences so yeah i'm glad yeah. you checked it out i had a it.
1: lot of fun with it yeah it was fun man you know i had to play it you know a lot of the games that i do play are like the games that you guys have you know talked about i don't really do a whole lot of like Know, reviewing games like, oh, like, what's this game about? You know, mm-hmm. I, I do play a lot of the games you guys have talked about, so I appreciate you know the suggestions you guys have brought up.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: absolutely was cool, easy 100%. So, you know, after I played those two small games, you know, I, I felt like it was time to play a big game, mm-hmm. a big, big game. So, I went with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War.
0: That's a big one,
1: yeah. And, you know, Colin, I know you mentioned you played, like, the last couple Call of Duties, and you haven't played Cold War. I would suggest that you don't play this game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, if you're looking for the Platinum, I would say not play it. Yeah. If you're just looking to play another Call of Duty game just for the story, maybe some zombies, a little bit of multiplayer, but not the Platinum, I'll say that's fine. But if you're going for plat, don't even
0: yeah, Treyarch just can't help themselves, dude. They they <laughs> just make their list way fucking more lame than the other two studios for Call of Duty. But it is what it is. I've kind of figured that out at this point. Like any of the Black Ops games, any Treyarch games, I uh, am probably not going to get for for that reason. Which I do find unfortunate because I think their multiplayer is maybe the best. Like the you know the actual just like PVP for them is is pretty good with Treyarch, but. Uh, infinity ward makes the best list hands down out of the three studios and then sledgehammer is like not too bad either
1: so i'll kind of go into the reason behind that like why you shouldn't play this game um i will kind of go based off like the story which is what i've been playing for the last week Mm -hmm. the story is pretty good i like the story a lot i like this whole spy games between like the u.s and russia and like you know these covert operations that go down it was pretty cool and, you know, seeing like some familiar faces like Woods and Mason, that's real cool. You know, I, I really like Black Ops, the first one. But just seeing that these char- these characters are still, you know, making an appearance in like these newer Black Ops games. I don't know how many they're going to make, but it, it was cool to see those guys return again. That is cool. Uh, I did start the story um, almost a week from now. I played it. And I played it on Veteran. You know, big ballers play on Veteran right away. Sure. Um, It was easy, man. I played a good chunk of it on Sunday. And I wrapped it up. I only had like one mission left on Monday. So it, for a Call of Duty game on Veteran mode, I thought that was really easy compared to past titles.
0: Sure. Yeah, there's and that I- trend of them getting easier, I think, the newer the games get.
1: I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, I I guess what what mattered to me the most was just the story. I thought the story was really good. I had a lot of fun with it. That's cool. Um, yeah. the The thing that's really starting to bug me now is the online trophies because <laughs> you know this. We we've mentioned this before. You know, we've mentioned this like many times before. You know if you want to get these games to have online trophies you know these games that come out right away if they have online trophies the best approach to them is to play them right away this game came out like almost like a year and a half ago and i'm playing it now and i have only my wife to blame for this because she bought the game and never played it so i felt like it was a waste for me to just set a game i was like purchase at full price sit there and not play it so I'm playing it now. I'm like super screwed because no one's playing this game r- really. So like only the uh, the people I find are like in the zombies mode. Like they're the only ones who are really making the the online multiplayer active is in that mode. So I'm kind of screwed at the moment, and <laughs> especially when you know you got. This trophy party patrol, you gotta get ten squad wipe medals in fire team, and it's kind of like um that? the battle royale type of thing. I only played it a few times. I don't really know the whole, you know, the whole mechanics behind that mode. But basically, you gotta kill a whole team, or at least you gotta kill the last surviving member of the team to get the squad wipe trophy. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, If you're, you're killing like all these people, you know, you got to kill like the last guy in that squad f- to get the trophy. So you don't have to kill the whole squad. You just got to kill like the last person alive.
0: Okay, that's not as bad as I thought then.
1: It just sucks because there's like so many people on the field. And like you're gunning at whoever like you see around you. They could be from like different squads you know yeah that's true Two or three squads engaging each other it's like for me i couldn't help but just like think of that trophy in my mind i'm like oh man you know these guys are like you know, they're, they're dishing it out i gotta like get involved and try to kill everybody then like no, you know the thing you really gotta remember is like when you when you kill a down guy your, your focus shouldn't just be on the down the guy you gotta just like survey the area because there would be other guys around and that's kind of like my problem i see a guy that's down and i'm like rushing in to kill him to see if that's like the guy that'll give me the squad wipe trophy yeah and i get killed from a guy who's like turning the corner like fuck dude this <laughs> trophy is lame gotta I play think- some more fortnite
0: dude yeah i feel like it's another one of those that you should just not think about Like, it'll happen naturally just playing the game, but focusing on it is going to make you make it harder. Like, you know, that's how I feel feel about it.
1: Yeah. The only thing is, is like finding matches is so rare because I only played like two matches last night and I was trying to look for a match for like an hour, an hour and a half. Like, that's kind of like word, you know, I'm like super alert and like super tense because it's like, dude, I might not find another match again.
0: I guess that's a good point. Is that Vanguard has also been out for like you know seven months now, and that was the one that came out after Cold War. So the the community of of Call of Duty is like pretty divided. I think multiplayer wise, people are playing Vanguard. Then you have people playing Warzone. But then yeah, zombies. I think people are still on Cold War because it's a lot better zombies experience.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of like the dilemma I'm in right now. I'm just finding it difficult to. You know, find matches, get kills. I've never really been a big fan of Battle Royale games. I find that I stress out more in that type of game when, like, everybody's, like, converging on the location. Um, You only got one life. So, yeah. Battle Royale is not fun for me. I've been trying to, like, find other ways I can, like, try to knock out some more online trophies. I've been doing, like, the Dead Ops Arcade it's nice. actually fun, you know, playing with someone who actually knows what they're doing. Um, I found that a lot more enjoyable. And just playing like zombies in between, you know, those are the only matches I can find. So I figure I'd just try to get those trophies out of the way. Sure, sure.
0: It's a good idea. And that's the, the trophies that I've heard are like the most difficult ones, right?
1: Yeah, for the dead ops, I heard that the trophies are a little bit more challenging in that mode. Yeah. And for me, I don't really like the whole top down thing. I find it (laughs) like hard to see sometimes. Like, I'm getting down, then I had no idea how that happened. Yeah. I
0: mean, I really like twin stick shooters, but yeah, I've heard that's a tough mode for sure. I played a couple of those like Halo Spartan Assault games back on the Xbox, which were like the top down twin stick shooters there, and I really liked them. And then I played that Dead Nation game, which is really good too. That's a top down like Mm -hmm. twin stick zombie game. So it's pretty fun.
1: yeah Yeah. so you know i had to go into PSN profiles and they'll find a boosting session with strangers so
0: oh no um,
1: (laughs) didn't find a a session so we'll we'll see how that goes
0: nice well that's good you're able to still find people hell yeah
1: yeah that's it you know i've been jamming out on cold war and hopefully this will be my next platinum hopefully
0: good stuff good stuff Nice. Well, nice range of uh, games there, too, I think, in different styles, different genres, different trophy lists. It's all all good shit right there. Eli, what have you been playing?
3: Yeah, I have. Speaking of, this is what I meant. (sighs) Bringing up uh... the budget again. I've been playing Magic the Gathering. Yay! What? Yeah. So my son got some Pokemon cards and. Got kind of into, got kind of into it. He wanted to get some cards, and uh, he was doing good at school. So I took him to Target. Went to go get some cards. They didn't have cards. They had this uh, Pokemon Battle Academy, right? And it like walks you through how to play. It's even got like a step by step thing. The cards are in order, and you kind of like learn how to play that way. Okay. And uh. It triggered me. I was like, "Oh, I've got some old. I've got Pokemon cards, right? I've got almost the whole first set, minus Blastoise, I believe. I just need that." Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I I realized I have Magic cards too, so I got those out. I always I don't think I ever played when I was younger. Uh, I just thought Magic cards were, re- were like really cool. It was definitely like way over my head before. Like when I was a kid, I never I never even really played Pokemon either. We just thought they were cool and tried to make them like come alive. With like fairy dust and putting them in a cage and stuff like that <laughs> yeah we did that that's fine and uh my my brother played a, a bit i think he even did some like competitions uh or like tournaments whatever you call them mm-hmm. but yeah so i started like digging into magic thought it was cool they have a they have an online version too that is free to play and uh you get a bunch of decks for completing the tutorial and I've always said I liked games where you know there's stuff to learn. It's kind of like, uh, like the like the Souls games and Minecraft. You know, they're pretty much the same kind of game. So uh, <laughs> there's that. So but troll. This... <laughs> Speaking of of stuff to learn about, holy hell, dude! I I, hmm. I might have gotten a little bit too deep. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's infinite number of shit in that. I feel like. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And on the budget note, it is not really cheap. It kind of sucks. I'm kind of like I'm like on the fence at this point.
0: Yeah, how like you you're like do I I'm at the point where you commit and you go go in and spend more money or you just like leave it, you know. Yep. So
3: yeah, yeah I was playing some of the arena online stuff and I wanted to get out and try some some paper, as they would say. And so I went to um a commander event and uh which is like a hundred card decks. You have like one commander, and like each card you can only have one of. And and there's like four people. Oh, okay. And that that was pretty fun. It was a little less competitive. It's more of like a, a fun, fun playstyle, I guess. Um but yeah, I just got like one of the dudes had like this infinite combo on I don't know. Turn 10, something like that. It was decently early, but uh some of the people were pretty friendly and there was definitely the the uh the crew of high school kids there that was that is to be expected at an event like that.
0: Yep. <laughs> so that yep. that was quite a it's you're like man, uh, you, Yeah, you're like I didn't talk to these kids when I was in high school and now I'm se- I'm here with them again.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> it was that was pretty wild. Yeah, for uh, sure. I still I still like it. And then so I went to a pioneer event uh as well. And that is a little more competitive. That was that was a lot more competitive. It's uh the sixty card deck, you can have like four copies of each. Yep, or each except for lands. So the, the pioneer is the non-rotating format. Apparently, standard is kinda like took a real big dive when COVID hit. Mm. Those events stopped happening and uh like this pioneer. Took out, it's basically like modern, but the card pool is smaller.
2: Oh, I don't okay. know if you
3: know your. I yeah. don't know if you know, I know your what you're name. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Modern's like you can play anything mm-hmm. except a few cards on the, uh, on the ban list. Budgets or Pioneer starts at a later set. So it's basically modern, just less cards.
0: Yep. Less, um, less to account for and keep track of.
3: Yeah. So that, that was pretty fun. It's a lot faster and you get to like, you know, there's a lot there's less cards to learn and it's a lot faster pace and you actually get to play like there's a, a person i played commander with it was like five minute turns dude i was just like okay dude like i got three other people two other people to wait for
0: yeah exactly i
3: moving but it was still you know it's a it's definitely a chiller experience something that would be a lot more fun with uh with friends uh if if you guys play magic i do play magic you do play magic.
0: I mean, I don't I haven't played in a while, but I used to play a lot of magic,
3: you know. Yeah. See yeah. that that's where I think like the the budget would is like where you can keep that in check. Like if you have friends to play with and you can just all get like the precon, like the pre constructed decks from magic and just play with those at their power level, it would be fun. Yeah. When you go to an event where people spend the money uh you know they say like pioneer budget is like a hundred dollars and like that's fucking ridiculous bro
2: mm-hmm. come
3: on it sounds about right yeah yeah so people are paying thousands of dollars for their decks and then you get in there i got in there with the pre-con it's just like wow that was really fun i just got completely shit on mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah like, if, you, if
0: you're going in oh yeah dude that's no good that's no it's good. a bit frustrating
3: i mean some of the people were were uh two of them were pretty nice and like helping me out. One dude actually played like the same kind of deck I had. Oh, cool. It was a little bit more powerful, but uh he was he was helping me out quite a bit. Uh the one of the guys was just like it just completely shit on me. I was like, okay, guy. Like I gave you the fair warning in the beginning to be not like as hey, my first game. You know, he doesn't have to take it easy on me, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's not really how you get people into it by just completely shitting on them. That's true. It's like, okay. But and I did, I did have one of those uh, awkward moments. This dude, uh, he seemed to know like every card he was helping people out when we were playing the commander. And I told him I just bought a, the pre-con and he switched out his deck for his least powerful one. And then this uh, this person that was taking a while on the turns just kept swinging at him and they got into it at the end of it. And it was like,
2: it's like
0: super awkward. Yeah, so what yeah, the heck, dude? That's I'm all- pretty
3: sure that was personal. I was like, well, if you want to take personal, go ahead and take it personal. I was like, "Oh my god, you like, guys! And the other it's a fucking card there. game, yeah, yeah." <laughs> at the wall. So uh, yeah, it was quite the interesting experience. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I did it. Uh, but I think if I do want to continue Magic, I think I need some uh, some some of you guys to play. If you if you would
0: play uh, play on the budget side, but I think the best thing to do is like, do drafts, man. Honestly, like just get a box and split it between four people and then just do the draft and you build the deck there. So then it's equal footing ground, you know, equal footing, equal starting place. And well, it's just like how you play, how you build a deck. Right. It's very, uh, very good. Yeah. If you,
3: if you, I don't know, that seems a little much just cause like you're passing cards around, right? Like you get to pick one and then you pass it.
0: Everyone starts with a fresh right? booster pack and then, so at the beginning, like, say, you, me, and Daryl, we'd each open a booster pack, and we each take a card, and then we pass it to the left. And then you yeah, just the... keep going until it's gone. So they get a chance to take a card, but so do you. You get first pull of whatever you want out of your pack. The
3: advantage there is that if you know a lot more... Like, if, say, you, me, and Daryl play, Daryl doesn't know what card to pick and what to pass.
0: That is true. In, it's in, kinda... Yeah. That's true. You have to have some game knowledge, and you have to have some, like idea of uh what what makes a good deck you know right yep.
3: yeah see what they're picking yeah. and then you go from there and decide what decks they're building i think that's a that's definitely like one of the scariest uh one of the scariest modes to me because you don't get to look at your deck you don't know what you're getting into you're picking cards you have no idea what they even are you don't know what your opponents are picking you don't know what you're playing again and yeah i find that in very intimidating <laughs> yeah for sure
0: It's fun. It's really fun.
1: You still play Magic, uh, Colin, to this day?
0: Mm -mm, Not really. Like, I haven't played in probably, like, four years, maybe five years now. Uh, Like, seriously. But, yeah, I I played a lot in grade school. um, And then in middle school, I got really into it. And I would go to, like, the card shop every weekend. And then in, like, high school, I didn't really play. And then I played again in junior college for a couple years and yeah it's a time it's a time and a money suck dude it's like i would get paid and then i would go spend i'm not one of these people that like looks up deck recipes online and like we'll just uh-huh. go buy individual cards like that like typically what i do is i go and i buy booster packs um and then i'm like okay out of my boosters there's like these cards that i like i'm gonna try to build a deck around them with like other cards i have and then uh, go from there which is not the most cost efficient way like you should just look up exactly what your deck needs if you want to do that but I just I think it's more fun to just make something on your own rather than just look up like what's the best deck right yeah. now for this? Like and then it's like cool, you had like no creative input on this at all. <laughs> like you just copied yeah. someone else's deck recipe. Really cool. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. And it seems to be there's so many playstyles that like the the meta, if you will, is ever changing week by week. Yes. And on top of that, that changes based on your like local game store.
0: Yep, what it people show on what up people there. Are playing there. Yep, totally, totally. But I will
3: say, Daryl, if you want to try it, I have a bunch of the older cards I did have. I realized uh they were all a big mess. And I was like, hmm, there's some themes here. And uh did the work and realized I had a bunch of like pre constructed decks from like starter decks and just uh the pre constructed ones from like older sets. So I have like a bunch of like starter decks from, you know, that are equal in power that could face each other off and be fair.
1: Sounds fun. I mean, I used to, I mean, the only card game I used to play was like Yu-Gi-Oh! in high school. Yeah. But how's <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh!
3: I wanted to ask about that. Is that like uh... in between Pokemon? Because I found Pokemon like extremely boring.
0: It's, it's
3: in between. Like... It's in between. Is it? Yeah. What Daryl? what's your experience with Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: Uh, I only played it like once or twice at the library. I didn't really get into it. I was a big fan of the show. Gotcha. The, the card game seemed fun, but then I just fell off. A bunch of yeah. nerds in the library. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean that that was my thing. Is like sometimes, like you're saying, Eli. Like you have people that are chill that you end up meeting and playing with, but there's some people that are just like assholes. And especially when you get into like trying to trade with people mm. like people will just take advantage of you if they know you don't know what you're talking about they're like yeah i'll give mm. you that card that you want but i want these three things and you're like you know and, and i was like 10 at the time i'm like uh okay like i guess so you know i don't know people are yeah. people can be dicks for sure yeah for sure uh,
3: definitely an interesting realm i've never delved into and uh, been quite the experience that's that's what i've been playing dude right on
0: man um very cool well yeah we'll have to play magic sometime uh yeah, let's do it. as far as uh what what games i've been playing i've mostly been playing uh quake which was developed by night Dive studio published by bethesda it's a repackaging slash up and port of the 1996 id software first person shooter this was their first first-person shooter that was in true 3D. So Doom and Doom 2 and Wolfenstein 3D kind of tricked you and tricked the computer into thinking it was 3D environments. But actually, this game was their first 3D one. So you can jump. There's a dedicated jump button, which the other ones wow. didn't have. That You can aim up and down as well as left and right. So it's a oh. much more like, you know, normal shooter. Mm-hmm. Dude, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, brother. And it's uh, it's pretty hard and pretty fun. So it's aesthetically really similar to Doom where it's like, you know, you've got your array of weapons, there are secrets in the maps to find, there are, you know, armor and ammo pickups. And the goal of every single level is to just get through the map and get to the exit. And there are secrets that you can find, like I said, but you don't have to. And uh, really a lot of the trophies in the game are just for beating all the the different levels and missions. And then for beating all of the missions uh, or the episodes on Nightmare. Those are where all the gold trophies come into play. So the, the way it works is like there's a mission. Let's say like Quake, for example, has four different episodes. Like the main game of Quake has four different episodes. And each of those episodes has like five levels. So that's like 20 levels, let's say. And then there are expansions that are included in this, including the Scourge of Armagon, which was the first map pack that released for the game. Uh, dissolution of Eternity, which was another map pack that it released for the game dimension of the past, another episode, and then a brand new one designed by machine games. The guys who did Wolfenstein, the new Wolfenstein games, they designed a level pack of like four or five levels for this, uh, in the original engine of Quake. So it's like, it looks really old, but it's designed in like a new way. It's kind of cool. And it's called uh, dimension of the machine. Pretty cool. Um you get all of those expansions included in this it, with the original. And then there's also an area that you can go to in the in-game menu which is add-ons and it will show you the most popular like fan created and like community created map packs. It has the port of Doom C- or of Quake 64 um which is like, you know, the full game of Quake as it was like on the 64. You can just download it and play it for free. There's no trophies attached, but you can download any of the map packs for free and play them. And there's also multiplayer built in with like actual like people who still play the multiplayer for this game, uh, PVP deathmatch. So oh. it's a really good value in terms of like, you know, I spent like 10 bucks or whatever on this and I got all that content. It's like really awesome. And the trophies are pretty rare actually, and pretty difficult. The platinum is at a 6.5% on PSN profiles And on the actual app itself, it's at 0.8%, I believe. So it's a pretty hard game. Um, Right now, I am just playing through it on... Oh, sorry. On the app, it's Um, 0.3%. I'm just playing through it right now on normal and getting all the trophies for beating each of the episodes. And then I'm looking at guides to find the secret exit in each episode. So there's like... I found the first two on my own, and then I was like, "I'm just gonna do it so I can get get them knocked out." And uh, there's one secret episode per level pack, so like in each episode of five levels, there's one secret exit. If that makes sense. Otherwise, the things that you have to do: there's a couple miscellaneous trophies, um, complete the split gate complex, which is the very first mission of the game on nightmare without firing a shot, and nightmare is the hardest difficulty. Um, Complete Episode 4, Mission 6, The Pain Maze on Nightmare without taking any damage. That one is going to be tough. Um, And then there's one miscellaneous, uh, like, multiplayer trophy. In Deathmatch, electrocute an enemy in water without dying. Because there's, like, an electrical gun. So, yeah, that will be a kind of interesting one. I'm not sure how hard that is to actually get. But uh, I haven't really tinkered with the multiplayer yet. So... Uh, Yeah, overall, it's, like, a really good list. Um, You know, it's a trophy for finding a secret, trophy for finding a secret message that the developers left in another level, uh, trophy to kill a monster with another monster's attack, so, like, have them accidentally hit each other. Uh, Really cool stuff like that. And, you know, nothing, like, too complicated and out of your way. I am uh, currently at 32% in-game completion just because I've gotten most of the bronzes so far and a couple silvers. And that's already an A rank on PSN profiles. So the average completion percent for people is 16%. So it's, like I said, I I think a pretty tough game. Um, The saving grace is that you can constantly quick save if you want. Like, you could kill one enemy and then, like, create a manual save, right? Mm. Whereas, like, the game as it's intended to be played is if you die in a level, you restart the level, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I try to take somewhat of like a middle approach. Like I'll probably save like twice per level. Um just because I'm trying to be efficient with my time. You know, on on nightmare that might be a little bit more like fuck it, I'm just going to be saving constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there there is a glitch <laughs> that you guys should know about if you're going to play the game, which is and it's pretty rare, but it has happened to people that if you save too many times too quickly, uh you can wipe all of your saves out on the game so what you want to try to not do is save after every kill it kind of discourages what we were just talking about like on nightmare being like killed an enemy save if you do that it's like you run that greater risk so um yeah that's really it i think some of the trophies were unobtainable for a little while including one called the house of doom which uh which oh wait, sorry. I was looking at this thread here. It had the wrong name. It is obtainable now, but there was a there's a couple, like I said, that were not until recently. But I think everything has been patched, everything has been fixed, so the game is in a good spot right now. And yeah, last thing I'll say is just the, the trophy breakdown. So it's the platinum, of course. There's five gold trophies, eight silver trophies, and twenty two bronzes. So I think it's got a really good distribution. It's got like well not it doesn't only have one gold and it doesn't have like forty bronzes. Two things I hate when games do. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty wild to play this old of a game on like you know upwards of 60 FPS in like 4K or whatever. (laughs) It just looks fucking (laughs) weird, right? But I really recommend this. I have a soft spot for old shooters, so if you have agreed with some of the other games I've talked about in the past and things like Quake 60 or uh, Doom 64 when I played that or Duke Nukem 3D, like if those kind of games are cool to you, then I think you will really like quake and uh it's probably going to be on sale a lot because of you know it's it's just like the og doom and doom 2 that bethesda has on the psn network like they almost are always like three bucks or four bucks on sale so you can pick it up there and then the last thing i'll say is that machine games the guys who did the secret or like the new level pack for this game they finished wolfenstein 2 new colossus i think the next game they're making is quake and I don't know if it's been officially said anywhere, if anyone's talked about it. I'm going to put my my foot in the sand here and call it now, early. I think Machine Games and Bethesda are making Quake, a new single-player Quake game. That is why this came out. I think that's why they made the new levels. It's very similar to Doom, so they can have another single-player FPS, fast-paced, kick-ass game uh, with multiplayer. So I'm pretty sure that's what's coming next. And I'll leave it there.
1: Is the... Um... Is the multiplayer for Quake pretty active still?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: It sounds like one of those games where people are just playing the multiplayer to this day, just like Halo. Mm-hmm. I remember Quake being big.
0: Yeah. The FPS definitely. Um I like I said, I haven't tried it yet on the uh this new version, but I know like on PC right now, even like so there's four Quake games before, right, that have come out. I think Quake 3 is the one that people played the most multiplayer in, and that one is still, like, you know, going strong. So.
1: Okay. It's afraid that, you know, that multiplayer, you, you'd be locked out of that trophy if no one's playing that multiplayer.
0: I know, I, and I don't know. I know a few people in the uh, in the Discord have this game. I don't know if you can, like, just do a custom game and knock it out there, right? Like, just invite one person and just get the trophy. But according to the PSM profiles, it's at fifteen point six percent, and then on the app it's at two point five percent. So I don't okay. I don't know. It's not like super common, but it is doable. And and supposedly overall it's only got two hundred and two people that have the platinum for this game. So it's a small ish number of people. <laughs> yeah. But that's Quake. You guys have any other questions about that?
1: No preguntas. All right,
0: Well, I think that's going to do it for episode 59. I don't have anything else to add. Uh, So let's go ahead and close up shop. We hope that you've enjoyed the episode. The next time you hear my voice, I will have just gotten back literally the night before from uh, my honeymoon. So that'll be fun. And uh, I'll be married. So big things coming up. Big things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. All right. Well, um, where can people find you at, Eli, if they're looking for you? Uh,
3: at your local game store, playing Magic the Gathering, Narshare 13 1D, <laughs> everywhere
0: else. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. What about you, Daryl?
1: Uh, the tall Samoan guy. You can find me bagging my groceries on Discord and PlayStation. Ooh, PlayStation.
0: nice. In the bag, baby. Nice. There you go. When you can find me playing League of Legends at CK Present or on PSN at CK Present. YouTube as well, I guess. Everywhere. That name. Just look it up. You'll find us. And of course, join the Discord if you haven't already. And uh, make sure you are saying if you're going to submit, or if you're going to participate, excuse me, in the race. You have until June to to say if you're in or not for this leg of it. Yeah, uh, please join the Discord. And uh, we got all, you know,
3: just got all these bots set up. So uh, I'd love for you to join to test them out. Yep. And if you do and if there's issues, uh, please, please stand by.
0: Yep, we're working to get them fixed uh, as fast as we can.
3: Yes. Sorry about that. Let me know if there's any problems, North 13, 131 d on Discord. I guess you might need my number, but you can find me through uh, general chat. General chat should be open. Yep. So you can find me through there. Woo.
0: There you go. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it. We'll catch you next time for episode 60, where we review some more trophy lists. That's going to be in early June. Uh, until next time, take care. And happy gaming,
1: goodbye.